Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker! Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A&E, with my co-host, the man and myth the reality, Q-Flow, Florida Rookie. What's going on, everybody? We are here. We are here, and the countdown is real, not only to WrestleMania, but the 100th episode of the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. The road to 100. Yes, the road to 100. We're just two weeks away, and it just so happens that the 100th episode lands on the WrestleMania weekend predictions. And not only are we going to go over the predictions of that big-ass WrestleMania card, we're going to go over the predictions of the NXT TakeOver New York card, which looks phenomenal. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about the whole Hall of Fame, and then we're going to be doing some other type of uh, celebrations for 100. So I'm letting everybody know right now, let's not get to complaining, this is going to be a big-ass show. It's going to be a big show. It may it may be a little bit long show, but you know what? It's, it's celebrating you know 100 episodes. You know, I, I it's been we, I've been doing this podcast for about two years now, and then there was there was a time that it took about a couple month hiatus because we should have been at 100 by now already. But you know, for for it to get here now to get on a more consistent basis, I like I, you know I'm proud of that. And, right, uh, and it's landing and it's landing on a, a mania weekend, so it's. I mean, the stars aligned. It's perfect. It it, it it works perfectly out. So you know, I'm excited all about that, and uh, make sure also we're gonna uh, take time, be grateful, and pay the bills here, and make sure you guys subscribe and check out Spaces Philly. This Spaces uh, Philly, the production company we are a part of, where you guys can listen to all entertaining podcasts, including their top two podcasts of Lulu and Pop. And both sides. Also, their Lulu and Pop episode has a new episode coming out now uh, for the film Us. Jordan Peele's new horror film Us. So make sure you guys check that out because we... Man, are, yeah. I'm still hearing theories about that movie. Bro, I'm, I'm still getting... I'm still... All my horror channels now is giving out the ending, explaining and giving their theories and stuff. It's just a lot. Mm-hmm. I like movies that make me think, you know, after the movie's like long done. So... Yep. I enjoy that, and we did a breakdown and a spoiler cast ourselves on the no uh, on the Nergasm Talk podcast. You can listen to on Spaces Philly along with the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling podcast, and then of course the new Hot Fresh Hip Hop Turntables Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, uh, hosted by Lady Sketch and Drunk Dog Sober Tongues, hosted by Left Brain. You guys can also listen to us on all your podcast platforms, including Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Speaker. Also, if you guys don't have any of those and you want us to us on YouTube, check out the YouTube Premium, which only costs $7.99 a month, where they do have the free, four, I think it's a $4.99 trial right now. I don't know if it's a free trial. I just seen the notification on my phone a couple hours ago, so I think it's a $4.99 trial. For which app again? Uh, uh, YouTube Premium. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I got premium through uh, Google Play. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, so you know. Well, yeah, if you sign up for Google Play, you get free YouTube premium. So. Oh, word. Okay, well then. Yeah. Need that. So, so if you still listen to your podcast and your stuff on YouTube Premium, then you know, hey, do it just like Q Flow said. So now on episode ninety eight of this podcast, there are a lot of things 
that's been happening in WWE in wrestling. But, you know, this is not going to be a traditional long podcast at all. Yeah. Uh, oh, before we start, let me say, I was just joking with that uh, <laughs> Jason David Frank shit. <laughs> I don't know if he, he's been backstage a lot recently, but I don't think he's going to do anything with Mania, man. If he, <laughs> if he do, he, he has an Elias or Braun Strowman segment at best. <laughs> nah, Braun going after them Saturday Night Live guys. Exactly, because that's... I can't wait for that. Oh, yeah, he, he, he going to demolish the fuck out of them, because you got to make time for that shit. Yep. So, um, WrestleMania is coming up, and, and there's a couple of things that happened on Raw and SmackDown that I want to actually sink my teeth into, since I didn't really get a chance to do that on my Raw SmackDown review this past week. And also talk right. about NXT and how this NXT New York card is set stacked high. So Yeah, that's a powerful card, man. Yes. Uh, first things first, I do want to get this out the way. And that is the news that Vince McMahon is selling Titan Tower. Now, for those who don't know, Titan Tower is the WWE headquarters. It's that, it's that big building that they have in Greenwich, Connecticut. Or Stanford, Connecticut, I believe it is. Seven floors. Stanford. It's Stanford, Connecticut, yeah. It's been there for 34 years. And, but now it is at the building. They're moving to a whole new location. And actually, the building that they're moving to actually looks nice. So I pulled up an article here from uh, the Wrestling Observer. And uh, it states here, according to press release... WWE issued this afternoon, the company is anticipating, oh wait, excuse me, yeah, anticipating the move to take place in 2021. They'll be moving to a new complex on uh, 677 Washington Boulevard and will be selling their current headquarters, Titan Towers. They will also be exiting their lease spaces on uh, 1266 East Main Street and will uh, evaluate their options for their production studio facilities at 88 and 120 Hamilton Avenue. So, I know to a lot of people, if you, you know you're not familiar with the Titan Tower, uh, I'd never been there before, but they did give, back in the day, they used to have, like, certain video, like, first of all, they had, the, like, the uh, the old SmackDown video game, or SmackDown 2 games, like, near yeah. the Titan Tower, and they, they had Vince McMahon standing outside the Titan Tower, they had DX, quote-unquote, spray paint outside Titan Tower, They've had uh, some of the WWE Swerve stuff happen inside Titan Tower, stuff like that. That's where Vincent Man's uh, office is at. And okay. he never let no cameras get into his office. Never. And, I mean, because uh, he, he has a huge fucking office. And when I was watching the Kurt Angle documentary on uh, WWE 24 on the network, they got a camera in there. As soon as he got in there, Vince shoot him off. There's no cameras allowed in his uh Is that the, that's not the office with the with the T Rex head in it, is it? That I don't know, to be honest with you. I don't uh, know if that's what okay. with the T Rex head because I know I know most of the heavy hitters, that's where that's where their offices are at. Like Triple H's office is down there. And they, they show the hallways and you see all the old pay per view posters and framed and you get back some old memories. I'm just like, man, it's just like it's like a wrestling dream office. To work right. at if you're like a wrestling fan, which that's what that's what I'm really hoping. I think we'll 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 get we'll be able to see the inside of it. Well, not never mind. Now they moved. I forgot. Well, they, well, they, I mean, but 2021 though. I mean, that's still because you know we still have XFL oh, oh, to deal okay. with and stuff like that. So, but they're going yeah. to be selling the old building. So I don't know. Maybe there will be a let's see. Uh, let me see. WWE will be leasing their new building for initial 16.5 year term that will start no earlier. Then July first, two thousand nineteen. But yeah, uh, this this thing was built in nineteen eighty one. We purchased it in nineteen eighty five, and it's become the World Wrestling Federation headquarters all the way up throughout all the years. So it is very symbolic for those who are wrestling fans who do who see it, who drive, who people who live in, live in Connecticut who just see it every time they drive by. I'm about to say, yeah, probably just drive right by. It's kind of like you know when you live in D.C. And everybody's like, oh, it's the White House. But people who live in D.C. like, I see that shit every day. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you know you know how people, you know, being a Philly native, they become they be like, yo, it's the Rocky statue. The Rocky statue. And I'm, I'm like, yo, we, we see this daily. It's like, it, it, it ain't nothing day, to us. Right. You know, it ain't nothing to us or, you know, or it's, it's the 
the Liberty Bell, or when you used to go to New York, it's the World Trade Center and all that stuff. So it's it's so yeah. you know it's so it's it's just so funny that we know when with people who don't live there and they go there and how excited they be, but with, you got the natives that be there like man. I'm actually sick of seeing WWE, uh, the Titan Tower. I can't, can't wait for that shit to go. You know, some shit like that. But I would right. like one day because there's no other reason for me to go down to Stanford, Connecticut. <laughs> so, but for me to go see the building, I don't know if they do like tours. I got to actually look it up online to see if they do tours. This is what I wish that WWE, who's making money, hand over fist these days. More right. money than they have ever made before, even though... The show quality or the ratings don't show that. They still make the money. I they want... still make the money. Exactly. I want them to have a museum. Like, I, I want, like, when I'm more hearing about stuff about this and the stuff, like, with the things that they have and things that they can do, I really think that they can benefit from having a museum. By far. But yeah, I, 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 I really think it could, do, and, I, and that, that's what makes me want to like make that Hall of Fame building like legit. And I think it'll be one of the, the coolest things to go to because I still want to go. I keep every, all my family keeps telling me how great the African American Museum is down in uh, Washington. It's yeah, it's alright. You don't like it? It was it was smaller than I than I anticipated. Cause the one up here in Philly is small. Yeah, I know you talking about. I know what you're talking about. No, that one is bigger than the one in Philly, but it's still small. It's small for a museum, in my opinion. It's small. I'm thinking it's gonna be the same size as like the art museum, or at least just you know, at least a little bit bigger. Uh huh. It was still good though. It was still good. It was, it was just small to me. That's all. No, yeah, I I, I want to get down there and see it. Just kind of like when I first went to the uh, was it last year? I went to the, actually it's actually been like a, a complete full year now. We I went down to the September 11th museum. Mm-hmm. That thing is beautiful. It's eerie. I've never been to the museum, but I've been to Ground Zero. Okay, man, look, it's eerie because the the museum is below the footprints of the of the the, the twin towers. So it's oh, like, God. so it's like underground in a way. Yeah. So. It's, it oh, was, I ain't going. I ain't going nowhere underground. Thanks, Jordan Peele. Yes, <laughs> ain't that? I know you guys got me. You got me <laughs> fucked up. But because uh, when when you go, bro, it, it it's it's so eerie. It's sad, but it's beautiful at the same time. Right, and that's how I mean. I, it's, it's our Ameri- it's American history, man. It's um, exactly that's why I want to go to the African American Museum because I I, I I would probably feel the same way especially when they be sending the, the wrestlers down there and I'm like wouldn't it be yeah. great to have like a WWE museum me personally I'm like you, you can sell Titan Tower but I'm like I would like for y'all to get a building I know y'all want new y'all need new offices and stuff like that but I would want y'all to get a building where y'all could turn this to a museum do you know how much money they yeah that's make? money right there because I, I would love to go in the future, take my children to go. Like, exactly. I would if love you it. wrestle, it ain't like they just gonna just show new wrestling stuff. If you an old school wrestler, they gonna have everything. Especially if you make a Hall of Fame museum, you say, "Hey, we're gonna put this in." You know, we you know came out of Stanford, Connecticut, or in New York City because WWE has you know has a lot of history in Madison Square Garden and in New York right. City. So look, they want to put something look, up there. Look, we are look already already got an idea for an exhibit. You got a whole exhibit for your Hall of Fame. Yeah. Boom. There you go, right there. That's all you need. That's all you need. And then, all, and of course, you get something big enough because each year, you're going to keep adding Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you can have, if you need to, you can have a, a, a part if you want to talk about, you know, Owen Hart, Chris Benoit, and stuff like that. Because... Mm-hmm. Sometimes I know people want to forget them, but they are still part of history. It's kind of like when I went into the 9-11 museum. It, yeah. it it wasn't shown too much, but they did have a section for jumpers. And if you wanted to go learn and see about that, you had a choice. If you didn't, you can always walk by. It, it, they didn't force you to go. It's through the same. That. It's the same as the African American museum. Their whole downstairs is like the gory, you know, the gory part of like slavery and all that. Yeah, like the, the crazy shit we went through. Yeah, uh-huh. that whole downstairs of the museum. Exactly. So it's like you you got a choice if you want to experience that or if you don't. Yeah, and it was thing. graphic too. It was graphic, bro. Yeah. So yeah, I gotta make sure that, that that's one of my goals for 
2019. And like I say, even even because when, when I went to that 9-11 museum, that was the first time I went to New York, period. Oh, wow. I've never been to New York before. So, you know, I would like to, you know, I, I, I've been to Chocolate City many a time, so. <laughs> I've been there so I, I would just hope to have that but moving on Monday Night Raw Kurt Angle comes out and I, we, we talked about this on the review but I'm going to see my teeth a little bit into it a little bit more and it says his final opponent for Wrestlemania is Baron Corbin oh, who? who? Baron fucking Corbin Baron fucking Corbin which in storyline does kind of make sense yeah however it's not good storytelling. I don't want to see the rubber match of this matchup. So the crowd booed, which they should have. And WWE has gotten some backlash for it. Which, by the way, Corbin, who you try to build up, is uh, got a roll up by Apollo Crews that same night. Just saying. Right. So you're not building him for this match at all. And uh, Kurt Angle tried to get on Twitter to defend it the best way he could. It didn't help that Jim Ross tweeted saying that he he felt that his pick was very underwhelming and Kurt Angle's wife joined in with saying, um, yeah, it was very underwhelming and that she had to uh, take down her tweet. I'm like, you don't want to get Kurt in trouble. <laughs> but uh, right. and I don't see why WWE would ever think because I thought it was a work. And I did some of my research. They said, no, that was the plan. And now, like, they're going to be forced to change because why would you have Kurt Angle's final match against Baron Corbin? Now, some people may say you want to give Baron Corbin the rub. But, look, y'all know me. I'm a Kurt Angle mark just like I'm, just like Shazam's my favorite superhero. Uh-huh. Kurt Angle ain't got no rub left. You not beating Kurt Angle from 2012. You're not beating Kurt Angle from 2006. You're not even beating Kurt Angle from 2000. You're beating a Kurt Angle who in the ring who can barely move. He can look. I love Kurt Angle to death, and he will always be right. my favorite wrestler. But he just but don't. Old. He don't got he's it old. no more. <laughs> right. So what you? What was it? Corbin going to squash him? That don't put Corbin over. And and uh, as of right now, I'm like the only option. For me to say it, as people, you know, was talking about Shelton, they talk about some old job. I'm like, look, it needs to be John Cena. Right. Shelton, I would have accepted Shelton. If it wasn't going to be Cena, I would have accepted Shelton. I would have accepted Shelton. I would have accepted Chad Gable. I would have even accepted Samoa Joe. The problem with that, those right. three are, is Shelton hasn't been doing anything to even build up the legit, legitimacy to, to the point where you, you either think he can th- be Kurt or they haven't sold him to, to, to let people know like oh him and Kurt Angle got history because the pe- when Team Angle was around the people that's watching wrestling now were either not born yet or in diapers right so uh, if it was Samoa Joe's like well Samoa Joe's on, a, on another episode you gotta honor the, the, the brand split which they clearly do not nope. so because like you just told me a spoiler alert that AJ Styles will be taking on Kurt Angle this uh, Tuesday on SmackDown. So, which would be a decent matchup because AJ can make anybody look good. But see, now that I think about it, I think Randy's going to ruin that match. He probably is, but you know what? If, if if anybody wants to see an AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle match, go to TNA Hard Justice 2007. That uh-huh. is a Wasn't good, that their last man standing? Their last man standing match where they had to take a three count pin first and then had to answer a ten count and this is the only last man standing match that used no weapons. And it was still that damn uh-huh. awesome. No weapons at all. So right. that is that is a match you want to see. It's not you're not gonna get that damn near forty minute classic or it was a thirty something minute classic that they had in TNA. So it's just not gonna happen. So Cena, another part-timer, a legit name, who lost to Kurt Angle in his debut match. They was the ones that started that whole ruthless aggression era. That was the birth of John Cena to come back and get his win back. That is like coming full circle. And on top of that, people don't really realize that John Cena and Kurt Angle have had a huge rivalry over the years. There was a time, Yo, huh? That 
I can remember that was one of the first SmackDown episodes I watched when um when Kurt Angle came out with the acting like John Cena. Oh yeah, it, and I'm sitting here like I'm saying like wait, I thought like in my head I'm saying like because back then I thought Kurt Angle was black because the skin's dark. So I'm saying here like I'm like isn't John Cena white? What's going on? And then the and then the the uh, little person came out. I don't want to call him a midget. The little person came out, and I'm saying like, what the fuck? What is going on? This is hilarious. That was one of the first episodes I can remember watching. Yes, I I, I remember those episodes, and I was like, you know, Kurt Angle trying to rap. Oh God, it was it was, it was yeah, because I <laughs> all right. And uh, I uh, and they had an intense rivalry in um 2005. Well, Kurt Angle was the heel, and they had some decent matches at Unforgiven 2005 and all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was, it, it was really some good stuff. And I'm like, they, they they could play up on all of that stuff. It's not that hard. And I don't know why WWE is trying to make it that hard. All right. So tomorrow night, well, by the time you listen to this, either tomorrow night or you know later on the night on Raw, they're gonna be in Boston. That's Cena's hometown. I say. Pull the trigger. I about to say if they gotta make it, they gonna have to make a change now. Exactly, make it now because we only got two weeks. That two weeks, four shows, two Raws, two Smackdowns to build up to um, WrestleMania. To WrestleMania, so you have really got to take it now. And I, right. uh, which by the way, I don't, I don't know if you if, if you heard, but I'm Mania's at my house. But but anyway, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, y'all, yeah, we just gonna have it at my house, but yeah. So, uh, oh, my bad, uh, so, uh, uh, my, my bad, my bad, I threw you up. No, it's all good. So, uh, but yeah, they need to pull the trigger, because we only got four, four episodes, two Raws, two Smackdowns. Yeah, two Raws, two Smackdowns to do left, so, please, though, they don't, 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 first of all, what I wouldn't, don't want them to do is do not try to pull that Undertaker shit from last year. Yeah, where they build this matchup all the way up to Corbin, and Corbin comes out, and then he gets taken out by C- or something happens, and then Cena answers the challenge at Mania. I don't need that. I don't want that last minute. Like you better pay WrestleMania to find that. So I'm like, okay, so here's what we're gonna do. Um, we why don't you just pull the trigger in, in uh, Cena's hometown? Say fuck Corbin. Have have uh <coughs> Kurt Angle beat Corbin tomorrow night. If he really wants to beat Corbin on his goal world tour, have him beat Corbin. Have him beat AJ Styles because because of Randy Orton on Tuesday. Have him beat have his last match around beat him. Whoever he's going to face and whatever the case may be, have him you know win these matches and then Cena right. beats him at Mania. But you you got two weeks to build up to that. Right. Use that opportunity. So I mean, two weeks is a, yeah. Two weeks could be a two week build would be good if you do it right. Uh huh. So, what do you think? Uh, do you, do, do you agree with Cena? Do you agree with somebody else? Uh-uh. Oh. I agree with Cena. Okay. I'm right. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And like I said, like I said again, two weeks is more than I think. Two weeks you can do it right. Uh, uh-huh. It's just one. It ain't like it ain't like you got a bunch of other matches to um to build as well. But but for this particular one, I think you can do this in two weeks. It's a going away match. We we know the history full circle. Pull the trigger tomorrow night. I'm, I'm serious. They they gotta do this. Uh, because right now when it comes to WrestleMania, the Raw side. Is the, the stories are boring the fuck out of me, right? The SmackDown side, I, I'm hyped for it. The, the Raw side because that, that what, we, what we got on the Raw side. Well, we we, we got the Kurt Angle retirement, we got the, the women's triple threat, which has lost a lot of steam. A lot of steam, it lost a lot of steam. We got we got Brock Rollins, we got Brock and Rollins who they, they're, they're trying to make this a rivalry, but it, it, it really is that they need to play up on it some more. Braun Strowman will be up to the Saturday Night Live guys, and Batista and Triple H is Batista letting me Triple down H. each week. I see something. I'm not really. I mean, I can't. I can't explain my feelings for this match. The 
build up the build up sucks, but it's like I don't care. I, I just want to see the match. I mean, I want to see that, the match because I love Batista. It's I a, love Batista. It's, yeah, it's I'm a, glad he's back. But I, I mean, the build up is kind of it's kind of late too. Like they kind of did it a little late. Well, the the, the thing is, I that, get it. Uh, well, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. My bad. No, it's all good. They they told the wrong story, and you know, cause I'm going back over this. I'm like, the story that they're trying to tell of him saying Triple H has groomed me, uh, back in Evolution to be the muscle, which once again, the kids don't remember what Evolution is, not the new one. Right. They're not playing oh. up to what really happened, and I'm like, if y'all just tell the story. It would make sense. And the story is, when Batista left, he wanted his one-on-one championship match. Triple H right. said no. So Batista said, screw y'all, I'm out. And Triple H, uh, Batista has said that Triple H laughed in his face when he uh, didn't think Guardians of the Galaxy was going to make bank at all. Now, once again, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not. I don't think Triple H is a guy that sit there and read comics all day, so I don't think he' gonna know if it's gonna make money or not, or this Marvel Cinematic Universe shit. So he he's not gonna know about that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I get it, but that that bothered you know Batista a lot, and uh-huh. he he left the company because he didn't like that PG era that the company was going into. Right. And he he want and he wanted to leave. This got nothing to do with Triple H and Evolution. Stop bringing this shit. Like you're saying, he tried to hold you, hold you down. Batista was one of the biggest names when he was active. Uh-huh. He beat Triple H in, in WrestleMania. He beat him at back. He at Backlash, and he beat him at Vengeance in a Hell in a Cell match. He but Triple H ain't never hold him down. He held almost held Triple H down. Hold up, hold up. So he three and zero in this rivalry. Triple H never beat Batista. Never. What are we doing this match for then? We well, God, now we know who's winning. Exactly. But it doesn't matter. Like this is this is like this is just like Goldberg versus Lesnar. It don't matter that Les to me it didn't matter that Lesnar won because Goldberg was already up 2-0. And exactly. he eliminated you at the Rumble. Exactly. So once again, you have Gone away from Triple H, you went to SmackDown, you became a star, you came back on Monday, you never even touched Triple H again. You didn't. So, the, the, the story don't make, it don't fit the narrative of what you're trying to sell me. And I'm saying, and then when you um, made that comment on SmackDown 1000 saying, well, Triple H is the only guy he hasn't beaten is me. And it's like, look, me personally... You could have did one, two things. You could have did that match, or I was listening to uh, S- uh, Solomon Sounds Off, and he said uh, they could have did a power struggle thing where Vince and Triple H are having a power struggle where Vince calls Dave to beat Triple H to end his career so he can have control of WWE. Because we know Vince is going to give out more control because he's going to be focusing with the XFL, XFL coming up yep. next year. So that would have been a story. Some stakes would have been on the line and it would just gave a reason for this matchup. Honestly, this match is selling for one reason only. Actually, two reasons. Nostalgia. Nostalgia and it's WrestleMania. That's it. The, yep. the story makes absolute no sense. You're trying to sell a story where... 60% of your, or 40%, or 50%, I don't know what the percentage is now, of the audience wasn't even around during that time. Right. You know, so, and once again, WWE banks on, because when the older fans are listening, they, they believe that the majority is the younger fans, so they don't have to worry about storytelling because the younger fans don't remember shit. But the older fans is what's giving y'all the money. That's mm-hmm. the difference. Okay, see, you, 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 you can't... And we ain't forget. Exactly. We ain't forget nothing. You can't sit here and say that, okay, well, I did WrestleMania. Uh, well, you know, the kids are the ones that's watching, so they're, they're the ones that are giving us the views. But I'm like, no, we're paying for their tickets so they can go watch you. Exactly. My son is not buying himself a ticket to go to WWE, we are, and the, and right. we buy those tickets. We're sitting there watching us. We either we're wrestling. We watch fans. the same thing. We just watch it with a different, yeah, different with view, a different mindset. And I'm just like, and the kids don't care if you're doing consistent storytelling or not. 
because they don't care. So I, me personally, I'm just saying I will lean more towards, you know, when it comes to the fans, uh, uh you know, especially the older ones, which leads me to my next thing. Uh-huh. Your boy Kofi Kingston. So a lot of people violating my man, yo. Yeah, they, they are. They castrate him hard. A lot of people on uh, social media were not happy with the outcome of the Gauntlet match. Now, if those who didn't see the Gauntlet match, Kofi Kingston took on the Bar, Eric Rowan, Samoa Joe, and Randy Orton. I so, like how they closed that full that uh, full circle with Orton. By the way, it did. Oh, I like, I like the full circle thing. However. Stupid. I did not like the ending to hit the ending with Samoa Joe and Orton because if they were just going to do that ending, it made Orton and Joe look bad, and I don't right. want that to happen at their, that expense for this whole story. Now, and that's your not, that's your U.S. champion, by the way. Yes, this story is one of the hottest things in WWE right now. I, honestly, I would say this Kofi story is getting more heat. In a good way, than his Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte matches. Oh, by far, because that that that's cooling down for real. So, and this is feeling this is feeling more like my main event. By the way, I know it's not going to be, oh, but this is exactly. feeling more like my main event. It is feeling like more like the main event, and uh, depending on how they decide to end WrestleMania, it may just be. All right. And you know what? Look, I'm sorry. You know, I, like I said, I'm all for women empowerment. That, it ain't got nothing to do with this. It got to go about what is selling right now. And they have dropped the ball with that Ronda Rousey, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch story. Now, maybe in these next two weeks, they can do some heavy building to it. But they really dropped the ball on it. They really yeah. dropped the ball. And Becky Lynch is still selling that fucking knee injury. Please stop. It's bothering me seeing her limp to the ring now. I'm like, please stop that. But before I get into something different. So, Kofi beats Sheamus. He beats Cesaro. Eric Rowan gets himself disqualified out of all people. He's the one that gets up disqualified. How do you get disqualified? Because I, I miss SmackDown. So. Okay, so Eric Rowan, he's beating up Kofi on the outside. He grabs a steel chair and beats him uh, up. Okay. And, and he gets disqualified. And then he gives him a iron claw, palm to the head, choke slam through the announce table. Oh, God. Yeah. So, then Samoa Joe comes out, and he tried to have a match with Kofi. He tried to go for the muscle buster, which we have not seen Joe go for. I mean, he, he tried to go for it against AJ Styles, but actually see him get him up there since the Tyson-Kid matchup. So, Kofi gets out, rolls Joe up. That's how Joe loses. Then we get to Randy Orton. That's the main event. They they, they have a little bit more time. Randy Orton and Sheamus had the most time in this uh, matchup. So, okay. as Randy Orton's trying to go for the RKO... He rolls up Orton in a very sloppy roll-up. It was, I saw that. That was sloppy. Very sloppy roll-up, and Orton loses. Kofi Dick wins. Vince comes out. Daniel Bryan gets called in, and then Daniel Bryan no squash, but they have about another four-minute match, and Daniel Bryan beats Kofi Kingston with a running knee. Now, what, before I go into it, which side are you on? Are you against how they ended this match, or are you for how they ended this match? Um, I see. It's kind of confusing because, like, I don't, I don't like, I don't like how they ended it. But I know it's just to build Kofi for that. It's just to give Kofi like that crazy, crazy heat, like that that pop when he finally wins, when he finally gets to Mania, he finally wins. But I don't know, man. I. Y'all gotta stop violating this man. Like, <coughs> at some point, like, what are y'all going? We got two episodes of SmackDown left. We gonna find out at the la- on the last episode before Mania that he's going. Like, what's what's going on? Well, here's what I think may happen. But before I get into that, I didn't have any problem with Kofi losing because actually, on uh, the review last time I think I did, I said that if they want to do anything, Kofi probably should lose his matchup because impossible odds. But here's my thing. If they were going to do the Daniel Bryan thing at the end, Samoa Joe and Randy Orton should have not lost clean. Randy Orton losing clean to a guy that's been in a match for 50 minutes. He lost clean to him, and you mean to tell me he going to go beat AJ Styles at Mania? You mean to tell me the United States champion who took out four or three other guys viciously to win that championship is going to beat Rey Mysterio when he lost to a guy that's been wrestling for 40 minutes? 
it don't make sense. What I was going to do is like, okay, if Eric Rowan gives up disqualify, I would have Samoa Joe beat Kofi the fuck down outside, put him to sleep, go back in the ring. But when Joe's trying to do that, they find a way to get Joe counted out. And he don't look bad. Because Kofi right now is at the point where I've been wrestling for so long, I have to try to come up with different ideas to win matches, uh-huh. not by this pin. And then when when, right. when you came into the Orton thing, I, the, this is the way I had booked it, that Randy Orton hits an RKO out of nowhere. And as soon as he turns around, he gets phenomenal forearm out of nowhere. AJ Styles puts Kofi's hand over Orton. Orton loses. That would have been that would have been better. And then, then we got Kofi who actually won the gauntlet match. But then if you want to bring Daniel Bryan out and be like, you got this one more guy to face and then Daniel Bryan beats him clean, at least Orton and Joe don't look bad. And you know what? Vince would have had a, at least, you know, instead of some, you know, because he, right now it's just bullshit. But if Orton, because Orton was last, if AJ Styles got involved, Vince could have at least been like, uh-uh, that doesn't count. You didn't win on your own. Here's one more. Hey, hey, see, it at, at least I wouldn't have looked at it like you violated my man. I would have been, you know what I mean? It would have been a yeah. reasonable, like a reasonable thing. I agree. And I think that would have probably worked out. A little bit better for some of the fans, but so with the new talk about the release, this is what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to pull Kyle Daniel Bryan from 2014. I think the new day is going to go out there. First of all, I think this, you know, there was a storyline. Now this, I don't know if you watch, I don't think he's watching wrestling at this time in 2000, right? Uh huh. Mick Foley was in a rivalry with Triple H, and uh, was this during the Reign of Terror? No, no, this is early 2000s when Triple H just won a title. Okay. This is when he finally, he finally made over the hump. So, 2000 Triple H was, was fucking great. So, I like him. 2002, that reign Terry Triple H was just no. But, uh, yeah, the 2000 Triple right. H, I like that. So, early in that year, he was in a feud with Mick Foley. And he beat Cactus Jack at the Royal Rumble. And uh, everybody, he, he and this was the McMahon Helmsley era. So... Okay. Before uh uh he did not grant McFoley another title match. So the Rock came out, McFoley's I friend, think I this story sounds familiar. I think I've seen this on YouTube. Good. Yeah. Go he brought the whole roster out and said the roster's gonna walk out on you. You're not gonna have no you're not gonna have program because the roster's gonna walk out on you if you don't grant McFoley the championship match. So then he he was forced to grant McFoley the championship match. So you know I, what? Uh-huh. They might do that because they was all back there cheering for him during that gauntlet. Exactly. More and more people came up to him. So what I think may happen tomorrow is you do you do the same thing, but you do it kind of different. Whereas you have the New Day saying, look, we tired of this. All right. Uh, you know, people like us don't win a championship now. I, I'm going to get to that in a minute. But uh, we're going to... we. Xavier Woods actually was going on Twitter. They, they, they playing this whole thing up. Kayfabe is not dead yet, but it, it's dying. <laughs> so uh, he right. said, "Look, he said I'm trying to build a gaming studio. I can make money this way. Uh, he make a lot of money on his YouTube channel. I can find he a way does. to feed my family." And um, <clears throat> and Big E was you know, saying he, he to go do something else. They are one to walk out on WWE. So I can see on SmackDown, Big E and Xavier Woods saying, "You know what?" We done. We tired of making you money. We we, we tired of people like us don't, don't don't get to the top. We're going to walk out. And then Vince says, "Well, you know what? I don't care. The new day getting stale anyway." But then AJ Styles comes out and says, "You know what? Then I'm going to leave too. If you don't want to help my man Kofi out, I'm going to leave too." Then maybe the Miz comes out. I'm about to say, "Yep," because the Miz did shout him out. Exactly. It says, "You know what?" You want me to have this match with Shane as as the money maker? I'm the I'm the money maker. I don't want to have this match. I don't want to do it. The Usos come out saying we ain't signed no new contract yet. You ain't got no SmackDown Tag Team Champions because we we gonna be out if you don't hook up my man Kofi. And uh-huh. you, you have all the faces come out and are threatening to not perform at WrestleMania. It, it, it don't have to be just like one person. It, it needs to be like a good amount of them. To the point where it's like it's going to ruin WrestleMania, 
kind of, in a way. And you may have Asuka come out and say, which she still don't got a fucking opponent for WrestleMania, but anyway, you got Asuka that comes out and says, well, I'm not going to defend the Women's Championship. You ain't going to have no SmackDown Women's Champion. And, uh, you know, Small Joe not going to care, you know, so we're not going to do Small Joe and Daniel Bryan, something like that. But you do all the faces to the point where Vince has to force his way, like, to the point where they had to force Vince's hand to put Kofi in the championship matchup at WrestleMania. And then they do it on SmackDown, and then we still have one week left of just building to that matchup. Like a like a contract signing or something that that last go home show a SmackDown with Kofi and Daniel Bryan, and Vince may say, "Well, the New Day is banned from ringside at that matchup, or if the New Day get involved, Kofi will be disqualified and Daniel Bryan will retain the championship, or anything uh-huh. of that nature." So, I think that's where we're going to go with it because we still got two weeks left, and you don't really want to announce this on the last week. You want to at least give it one week of build. So, I think next week is when we're going to. Uh, this Tuesday is when we're going to get there. Do you see that kind of happening? I wish. But knowing, knowing Vince, he won't throw us for a whole loop. I would prefer your way. Because it's like now, who is left for him to beat? He beat damn near everybody. He lost the champion. Why are you going to have him try to beat the champion if you try to beat him at WrestleMania? No, you don't do that. So, right. I think this is this has to be the way they go. But here's one thing I want to be careful with. Biggie on his Instagram kept uh, dropping race. Like, people like us don't get the title. We, we, we get but so far, but we, we, we climb the mountain, but we never get to the peak. Xavier Woods alluded, alluded to the same thing. Right. And, you know, Vince... And everybody is in Byron Saxon's ear. If anybody heard Byron Saxon last Tuesday, he said, it's always like this for us. We always got to take, uh, you know, I forgot what he said. He said, we, we, we got to do, uh, you know, was it all the work to get, tw- you know, to get half as far. Something along those lines. Which Did, He said that on Tuesday? He said that, he said that in the Kofi match. Oh. And, uh. It is a situation that African-Americans have dealt with in this country where if you're an African-American, you know that you have been told and your parents have told you, your teachers, anything, that you have to work twice as hard to get half as far. Right. That's just the way it is. And whether people want to believe that or not, there is no entitlement over here. We don't have that other than the only dreams that it seems like we have is to be an athlete or a rapper. Mm-hmm. And then e- e- even that, a lot of that can be fake money too. That's smoke and mirrors as well. So that's what it seems like, and we never get to get at that peak that we feel as though we deserve to be at. So right. they're playing that up, and I never, once again, I never thought Vince Man as a racist, but I definitely thought Vince Man as racially insensitive. Mm-hmm. And oh hell yeah! So. I always was like, okay, well, if you're going to play the race card in 2019, Vince, you better be careful or you can turn this thing that you got being hot. Because this don't need the race card. This is a good underdog story as it is. Right. <coughs> but turning it to a... Let's see. I don't... All right. No, 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 no. no go um, ahead. All right. See, now, my only thing is, like, while there is truth in that, I... I, all of this is is still a work. Oh yeah, no, for no, sure. No, no, no. Because no, I was about to say Vince isn't going to Vince would Vince would have muted if if they was going like off script. Vince definitely would have muted the mic or something. So, oh no, no, no. I, I know this is all part of the work, but I, what I'm saying is, if you're going to choose this storyline, you got to be careful lightly, yeah, because they this is the Booker T storyline all over again. This is the Booker T thing. Because I don't know if you remember the Booker T versus Triple H storyline from 2003. That's the Randy mm. Terry Triple H. Where yeah. they brought race in that uh that thing. Do I, Kofi's that's, in, that's the one when... Was that... Do, no, no, no. Because he was King Booker at the time. Never mind. No, no, no. Not that. So, Booker T was in a, in a tag team with Goldust, right? So, uh-huh. you know, when they lost... 
Booker T was in a battle royal. He last eliminated The Rock. The Rock put him over. The Rock put yep. The Rock put Booker T over outside the match after the match was over more than Triple H did that whole year. So uh, that's a saying a lot of things. So uh, as, as Booker T did that, um, he goes on. He he gets a match at WrestleMania for a championship. He's he's an underdog, but everybody knows. That, see, the difference between Booker T and Kofi Kingston is Booker T at that time was more of a headliner than um, Kofi Kingston was. Booker T was a WCW champion. He was a five-time WCW champion. He he had, he had matches for the championship against Stone Cold and The Rock. So he was working with all the top guys. So he was considered a top guy. But just in the Triple H storyline, he was an underdog. And Triple H, he had a promo where they used the thing People like you don't win championships. They carry my bags. They dance. I think. And they do. I think I remember that little key. Yeah. Now, I think I seen like a lot of things uh, that you're bringing up. I think I seen it on YouTube for sure. Yeah. So they had that promo and and Booker T didn't didn't respond at all. And people want him to like respond to you know do his thing. And they made Booker T in that whole story look very weak. And, and so, but the thing was, it's like, okay, you got Booker T looking weak. You know, this is being very racial. The black folks don't win the championship. People who look like you, which are, you know, with your dreads and all that kind of shit like that. So it's obvious he's winning at WrestleMania, correct? Because that's, that's, that's the way we're going. And he loses. And he don't even lose in convention fashion. He gets pedigreed. And then Triple H has to crawl all the way over to the other side of the ring is about a two minute crawl. No, I'm not bullshitting you. To cover, it took it took him the longest time to crawl over to to cover Booker T. All this time, Booker T could have kicked out, and he covers him with one arm, and Booker T loses. Where the hell did he wait? He pedigreed him, and then did he like fly away when he pedigreed? It was like, like a tired pedigree, and when he pedigreed Booker T, Booker T rolled to one side of the ring, he rolled to the other. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So when usually a spot like that happens, that's to build the drama because you, the the opponent has enough time to kick to, to, to recuperate kick and recuperate. He didn't kick out, and then he didn't get no re, uh, he didn't get another match. The next the next pay per view was a six man tag, and then. They had to finally move Booker T away from Triple H, and he won the title on SmackDown. This is oh the same God. shit, though. But the problem with this is, if you're going to play this race race angle, yes, the New Day is are, are, are is a top act of WWE, but they're not top stars. They no, haven't worked, individually, no. No, they have not worked with the top names individually. So this could except, hurt. Except for Kofi, though. Exactly, yeah, in a way, but I'm saying, but he never worked with nobody on the level of Stone Cold or Rock. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, he, this could hurt him if they do it the wrong way. You know, it's like you're trying to gain sympathy because everybody's like, well, why the hell else does Vince don't want to uh, give Kofi? He done everything. Why don't Vince want to give him a title shot? What's the reason? The only other reason now is because he's black. That's how they they they, they put themselves in that corner, right? If they did the Randy Orton thing with AJ Styles last week, at least Vince would have had a reason. Yeah, that's to, what I'm saying. At least Vince would have had a reason to put because now uh, Daniel it, Bryan it, in the it's, match. It's just looking like Vince McMahon is a complete racist. I'm like, I don't know if the racist Vince McMahon is something that you a uh, storyline you want to play up to when you're trying to one sell WrestleMania, two uh-huh. uh, do the XFL next year. You know, because a lot of people who don't watch wrestling don't know what the difference between storyline and reality. Mm-hmm. Like a wrestling fan do. So I'm like, this is water I don't think you want to tread in. So I'm kind of hoping that they don't really kind of bring that up. I kind of hope the whole thing of the the whole SmackDown roster going on strike kind of happens. And yeah. he get Kofi gets rewarded his matchup at Mania. It needs to be a one-on-one. I'm sorry, Kevin Owens, if you don't have a match. I'm sorry, Mustafa Ali, if you don't have a match. I really think it needs to be a one-on-one between Kofi and Kevin. It has to be a one-on-one. It has to be that. And and Kofi needs to win. Even if he loses the the next night on SmackDown, 
or even if he even if he loses it, lose it in a month, he has to win at Mania. Yeah, I'll take a month. I'll take a monthly rank. Let yeah. him hold it for a month. I'll I'll take it. Exactly. He just has to win. So, you know, um, do you think that they should really stay away from that this racial storyline? I think so too. But I mean, if you already treading in there, you might as well you might as well go now, like because it seems like you're there now. So you might as well just keep it going, because. Like, like again, we only got two SmackDowns left. We do. Any other direction will probably fuck it up. This SmackDown here, he has to get rewarded the match. It just has to happen. Right. And next Tuesday, he has to actually, um, you know, build have some build between him and Daniel Bryan, whether it be a contract signing, whether it be a promo, whether it be yeah, because I mean, I mean, we're already sold on the match, so it ain't like you got to do much to sell us, but you have to give him the match. Exactly, give him the match. You got to give him the match. So I'm just because if you don't give him the match this week, I really think that you're going to that the hottest story y'all got going into WrestleMania right now. Right. You're going to lose. That momentum—it's already bad enough that you would lose the momentum with the with your first ever women's main event. This is supposed to be the first ever women's main event WrestleMania, and For yet WrestleMania, and yet that build has been trash. Right, after all you had to do was lane. keep it a one-on-one. But even if they would book it as a triple threat match, they did a bad job at doing that. That's I like in my personal opinion. This thing started losing heat when Fastlane happened. Because the Fastlane match between Charlotte and Becky Lynch should never happen. If 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 they were going to do it, this is what should have happened. In my personal opinion, I don't mean the, the, the back trade. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. About to say, but what I, in my personal opinion, what I think should have happened was Ronda should never came back on that Raw. I said this before. Ronda should have never came back on that Raw. At Fastlane, it should have been Becky versus Charlotte for that Raw Women's Championship. And then when the match started, Becky throws down the crutch like Bret Hart threw down his crutch after Vince McMahon signed a contract in 2010 and showing him, hey, this injury was all a ruse. Now I'm going to kick your ass. Have a decent match. Have Ronda come out, destroy both of them, and, and go and tell Stephanie, what is your problem? I ain't never give up the Raw Women's Championship. I gave you a week yeah, so to what, think what about she, it. What she did, yeah. So you saying what she did on Monday? She should have waited till Fastlane. She should did did it at Fastlane, and that and so we can go into Fastlane thinking that hey, this is gonna be a one on one match for the Raw Women's Championship. <clears throat> so maybe it will be a one on one, and Becky Lynch should have just stopped selling that fucking leg injury because that that's what hurt the match yeah. also. That's yeah. what hurt the match as well. So. Honestly, I'm not even sold on the leg injury no more. Oh, no, it's not. It's, it's, I don't know why she keeps saying because they're trying to build sympathy for Becky Lynch. I'm like, she's supposed to be a heel. All right? But now she she, she got forced That's to be... That's the other thing, yeah. She got forced to be turned to a baby face. So now it's like, okay, well, just make her stop faking leg I'm injury. I'm not going to hold you. I, I like heel Ronda. Oh, no, I love heel Ronda. But heel Ronda should have happened three months ago. Heel Ronda should have happened three months ago, and now they want to bring it in now because after she got her ass kicked by Charlotte at Survivor Series, afterwards, uh-huh. that's when Heel Ronda should have woken up. Yeah, that's a good point. But she didn't. So now they have lost some momentum going in this because the whole fascinating thing was now pointless. Ronda goes and hits Becky Lynch and saying, hey, well, that was my plan because I wanted to fight Becky Lynch. You know, that was pointless. So now it's like okay, well we now we got a triple threat match. We'll, all we got is Hill Ronda going through the roster on Raw with Dana Brooke, and then we just got Charlotte and uh, Becky Lynch uh, fighting on SmackDown. What is that doing? Nothing. Nothing at all. So right now, if they want to keep Kofi in this hot storyline, they have to award him the championship match. On Tuesday and give one week left. The go home show has to be the bill. Has to be. Today. Yep. Because it can be a thing like this. Vince could have the last laugh. That'll be fine. Vince could be like, "All right, Kofi, I gave you the match. This is the contract signing. Oh, by the way, if you lose, you're fired." There you go. Now, all of a sudden, people are gonna watch this match because they're like, "Oh shit!" Because 
we don't want to fire Kofi Kingston, especially not, not, not the New Day. So <laughs> we want Kofi as champion. You give people a reason. And my personal thing, if they do what they're supposed to do on, on SmackDown Tuesday where everybody trying to walk out and Vince do some shit like that, that's your WrestleMania main event. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's your WrestleMania main event because unless Charlotte and Becky is coming to Raw tomorrow night or unless Ronda's coming to SmackDown on Tuesday, they, then you, you don't got me sold as that, that as your main event. I can already tell you, Ronda's probably going to be suspended because of last Monday. And her husband got involved. She's probably going to be suspended. I don't know. This shit don't make sense. Well, they, they already said that Ronda is... Ronda's husband's barred, banned from ringside, and Ronda's being fined again. So again, okay. What the fuck, right? So, uh, but you know what, guys? Okay, uh, we did that. We t- we talked about that. I want to get into quickly our NXT review from this past week. So let's hit that music. NXT this past week, uh, we found out that Tommaso Ciampa's neck injury is bad, and he's going to be out for almost, you know, uh, some, you know, people are saying like six some months, it may be up to another year that Ciampa's out, so, that's, that sucks, that's fucked up, so, Johnny, Triple H has already said that him, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa was his match, uh, at TakeOver. So, he doesn't have that now. But, Johnny Gargano is going to be in the NXT Championship match at TakeOver New York. In a two out of three falls match, we just got to find out who his opponent is going to be. So, right. <clears throat> they have, which makes a fatal fireway between Aleister Black, Ricochet, Matt Riddle, The Velveteen Dream, and Adam Cole Bebe. So, <clears throat> We get that, and uh, <clears throat> we have the, the Fatal Fireway later on that night. It's a one-match show, which it needed to be, because that Fatal Fireway, for me, look at the highlights of it, was looked phenomenal. They I got to go back and watch it. <clears throat> yeah, so, so I, I want to watch the full matchup, but I seen about yeah. a good, like, 10-minute highlight package of it, and I'm like, God, I'm going to see that whole 30-minute match. And it, it was good. Every man couldn't couldn't get the upper hand like they wanted to, and I liked that. And it, when, I, when he was in, I was like, "Oh snap! I think Matt Riddle gonna win this." And Matt Riddle wins the championship. And you, you you put a rocket to Matt Riddle's back and just send him up there. But uh, they had better plans, in my personal opinion, and gave it to Adam Cole. I was like, "Cause you know Adam Cole done with a lot of stuff." He's coming here, but he's he never been at NXT Championship picture. So they finally put Adam Cole in the NXT Championship picture. He wins. So at TakeOver New York, it's going to be Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano for the uh, NXT uh, Heavyweight Championship in a two out of three falls match. I'm already sold. I already know who you want to win. I already know who you want to win. So... As long as we, as long as we know, man. Dude, <coughs> they were, did you, ah, see, you're not on social media, so you didn't yeah. see, they posted up, um, <clears throat> WWE superstars, like the superstars of today, uh-huh. from back then, seeing their favorite superstars. Gargano used to be a fat kid. Oh, wow. I have a picture of him, I'll send it to you, actually. He used to be, a, like, a fat kid. Go ahead. Oh, wow. <laughs> I give him his kudos, because he's in great mm. shape. I oh. won't deny that. All right, I just Gargano. Hate the character, but... Yeah, he used to be. I was like, that's Gargano. Sheesh. All right. Um, so now for those who don't want any spoilers, you know, I'm with me and uh, QF are going to go over the whole NXT New York card. The whole card. Because right. they Because uh, all the NXT stuff hasn't, you know, ended yet. But Yeah, but Triple H posted the card. Oh, he did already? Yeah. Oh, he did, okay. So, so people know the card. Triple H posted. Yeah. Oh, he posted. He got you. Well, okay. So my my bad, y'all. So here's the card for the NXT Championship. We got the two out three falls. Adam Cole versus uh, Giant Gargano. Then for the NXT Women's Championship, we have a fatal four way, and the fatal four way is Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair versus Io Shirai versus Kyrie Zane. Damn. Mm. That looks that looks That's nasty. Gonna be a, that match gonna be 
burial as hell. That, that match gonna look nasty, alright? Uh, then, for the North American Championship, we have Matt Riddle taking on the Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. I know that match is gonna be good. Then, Matt we have... Riddle versus Velveteen. <coughs> oh, my... But then... That's gonna be a match. We have the War Raiders taking on Aleister Black and Ricochet... Who are like the winners, Ricochet won the whole thing? Who, yeah, who won the Dusty Dusty Classic. That's dope. So they, they're taking on the War Raiders for the Tag Team Championships. That got to be a good match. That's going to be a good match. And then on top of all that shit, we got the one more match of Pete Dunne, the UK champion, taking on Walter. Walter. And look, you got to look at some highlight packages of Walter. This man is... I did. I seen him. Uh, he kicked the shit. I think... Who was he going against? I forgot who he was going against, but he kicked the shit out of him. Yeah. I was watching a lot of moves that made me go, holy shit, they seen Walter in there. I'm like... Yeah. This is... And now, this is one of the things, again, where NXT got great match after great match after great match after great match after great match. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope we don't get burned down from it because it's like... I know, Vel- first of all, well, if, if it was me, but it comes to placement, I would do Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle first. Because mm-hmm. for some reason, because I, I felt as though, like, you know, Velveteen Dream, I mean, he he, he proved to me that him and Choppa can follow a match after Gorgano and Alistair Black had their match. Right. They He showed me he, he can follow a match. So, you know what? <clears throat> I mean, I put for, I think I think it's going to be Pete Dunne. And Walter, you know, open up the show, and then they're gonna have the War Raiders, and then Matt Riddle, Velveteen Dream, be uh, will be third, and that way, the women just had to follow Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle, which I give them credit. I think they're gonna do it. I'll say it for my prediction who I think is gonna win, but okay, uh, but this whole thing is gonna be on Friday. That's a hell of a cut. Wait, Friday, not Saturday? Oh no, Saturday's the the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Saturday's gonna be Hall of Fame this year because. Triple H didn't want the fans to choose, and Saturday is also the Madison Square Garden show. The, oh, um, right, right, you know, right. With the, with, yeah. the, with the Ring of Honor and New Japan stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be Saturday as well. So that is NXT New York. I wonder how many WWE fans spent the money to go to both. <sighs> Probably a lot. Because me personally, I would go to NXT on Friday. That's I, I was about to say, dude, that's a hell of a weekend. Like exactly, I would go to NXT on Friday. If you're a wrestling fan, yeah. If you but see the thing is, yeah, that, that I, I would do Madison Square Garden on Saturday because it's like okay, I'll do, I maybe Hall of Fame, but you know it's whatever. And then I, yeah. I, I'll uh, even I do enjoy the Hall of Fame, but then of course I got WrestleMania on Sunday, so right, that's a hell of a weekend if you're a, a pure wrestling fan. Exactly, not and then we got to find a way to go to Wally Mania. Wally, Wally mate, no, it's, a, it's Elias. No, 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 no. See, every year, because you know Wally's a huge, big wrestler fan, right? Yeah. Yeah, he has his Wally Mania party every year. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he has his party. They had the wrestlers there and stuff like that. And Kevin Nash is having his uh, shenanigans party on Friday also. The, the wrestlers be having a lot of parties. That's why they, they need to come fucking Philly so I can, you know, go. They're they going to give me a cheesesteak. And they go to one of these parties and shit like that. And I'm like, I just come back home and shit or, or see Kevin Nash in the strip club or something. You know, something. Right. And, of course, you know, they, they go back to fucking Florida. You're welcome, primetime. Next year, bullshit. Man. I know, like, I don't we know gonna get that. something like we gonna get something basic, like, like well, great balls too. Like, I hope we with well, this year we're getting extreme rules. Oh, oh, shit, that could actually be good. Okay, yeah. So we're good. So I'm already trying to get tickets. So you, you need to try to get your tickets with us. That, yeah, I'm gonna try to get my tickets. That that's <laughs> in, that's in July this year. So yeah, they're coming back for extreme. Rules. Oh shit, is it really? Yeah, what's happening in July? Ah, uh, that's Otakon. Ooh. I don't I don't know if it's the same week. Damn Otakon oh, early this year, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's usually in August, but it's in July this year. Wow. God dang it. We'll oh. see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see, how things, see how things work out. So, all right, guys, but that's all I have for tonight on the 
No Gimmicks Here Wrestling Podcast. Like I said, episode 98 wasn't going to be one of the long, what was going to be one of the long shows. I'm going to talk about a couple, a couple things to get it out. Uh, once again, if you guys have any emails for us, you want to ask us any email questions, make sure you uh, email us at therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com. Once again, that's therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com. Uh, C-O-A-L-I-T-I-O-N. And uh, okay. once again, you guys, if you listen to us on the Auto Pack podcast platforms, you email us that way, or post down in the comments down below if you listen to us on YouTube or on YouTube Premium. It doesn't really matter. And uh, yeah, we're gonna get get ready to wrap this show up. Uh, get ready for Raw tomorrow night, SmackDown on Tuesday. I'm getting ready for yep. my Mortal Kombat 11 closed beta on Wednesday. Because if you're in the yeah, U- be on the lookout for that, y'all. That's going on a live. That's okay. a live stream, right? Well, that's going on a live stream and all types of things. Yeah, so I'm really hyped about the Mortal Kombat stuff. So, uh, yeah, make sure you stay up to. I'm trying my best to get Universe Mode together, guys. I'm so trying my best to do that and a lot of other things. But I, I like I said, I'm one man. You know, trying to do the best I can. So, all right. You know, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do what I can for you know, for the sake of the channel. But Let's get ready to close this out. And uh, once again, make sure you guys check out Spaces uh, Philly, the production company we are a part of. Check out both their uh, podcasts they have on there, the Lulu and Pop Show, and both sides. And make sure you guys check out all our podcasts, the No Gimmick Scene, the Wrestling Podcast, the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, and Drunk Thoughts, Silver Tons. All great content for you guys up there. You can listen to us on all the podcast apps, on Stitcher, on Apple Podcasts on Google Play Speaker or if you listen to us on YouTube check it out us on YouTube Premium as well so once again this is NC in a place to be Sean Troy Mr. and my co-host Amanda Myth the Reality Q Flow Flow the Rookie alright take it easy everybody alright and Nerd Coach is out Q Flow take us out <music> To your ears, welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. When it's time for an adventure on the open highway, one quick call to American Family Insurance gets you headed in the right direction. Our travel peace of mind package is there if you encounter a bump in the road. From roadside assistance to rental car coverage, we have you covered. Find a local agent or get a quote at amfam.com. American Family Insurance. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.